I, I really like that hot D. Welcome, everybody. We are back with another great episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast. I am your host, Xavier. Once again, joined. I am joined by the what I call the usual suspects. I got the boys in town. Got Anthony over here to my left. How's it going? Over here, right on the other end of the couch is Danny. I got my seat back. That's right, which <laughs> nice. means Zach is way out there in the corner. Say hi, Zach. Hi. <laughs> I'm back here in my usual seat. Put, put baby in the corner. <laughs> he, he, he's never seen that movie i'm on i'm on time out over here in my little corner exactly <laughs> uh but yes so we are excited because this episode uh we're gonna get to talk about uh the full package that amazon gave us see what i did there uh with all episodes <laughs> of uh the rings of power out so we're gonna kind of go a quick overview what our thoughts were what we liked what we want to see more of and all those goodies but uh let's bring back a very quickly because uh we have had a couple weeks to just kind of check out a lot of things out let's do a rundown of some recently watched let's start off with anthony oh <laughs> surprise um all right i'll just rattle off a few things because i know it's been a couple of weeks the usual suspects the tv shows we've been watching and or hot d <laughs> he's trying hot dragon baby i really i really want that to somehow like it's go a thing off, people call it, a it thing. people call it hot d no the they, they call it house of dragons and hbo is out here trying to correct them and say hot it's dragon. the house of the dragon and they go yeah yeah, yeah house of dragons no, but no it's hot, hot d. d it's that hot um, d uh rings of power and um she hulk and what was another one there was another rings one of power she hulk and or those are the four main ones um I was going to say something that about Better be. Call Saul, but no, that's already that's, done. That's done. That's done, done. That might be it. I think there was something else, but I'm probably forgetting. Uh, movies, though, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this because I don't remember last time we did this, but I did watch Avatar, the re-release. You did mention that. Okay, yep. so I don't know. It's Purdy. Scrub that. Betty Purdy. Um, I did see Don't Worry Darling. Did I mention that last time or... No, no, you mentioned the funny story, everybody. He uh, mentioned that in person. I think when oh, we went to go watch something else. Got it. So I did see Don't Worry, Darling. Uh, it was pretty good. It wasn't terrible like some of the, the scores may suggest on Rotten Tomatoes or what people said after all the drama before it came out. It, it, it was okay. It was pretty good. <laughs> it felt like uh, a pretty good episode, not a bad one, but a pretty good episode of Black Mirror. And I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to say Ooh. too much, mm -hmm. um, but the acting was very good. All right. That's a, a testament to the actors as well as a little bit, I guess, to Olivia Wilde. Yeah, the, the director. director right? She got she got goods out of her actors, but mm -hmm. uh, the story is a little weird. The, the Yeah, I won't say anymore. Yeah, don't I don't want to run anything, but uh, yeah, it was it was one of those where after you watch it, you're like, yeah, it was pretty good. And you, I thought about it more. I was like, wait a minute, there's a lot of plot holes here, but that's why I went from like, good to just like okay all right it wasn't a bad movie but it's pretty good that's fair all right cool cool and uh, uh -huh. i don't know if you're gonna mention one that we saw a few weeks ago but um 
Which one was that actually? Amber, no, not Amber Lambs. No, Amsterdam. Again, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Amber Lambsties. Amsterdam. Amsterdam's. Uh, so yes, th- we saw Amsterdam. That one yeah. was really cool. I like it a lot. Um, again, another one that got mixed reviews. Which I don't understand. I mean, I uh, there's I think it's mixed reviews, but I think people are really nitpicking on like maybe one or two particular things. But I think they forget the context of certain scenes when they realize. Uh, you know, the one character that like will something will happen and you go, wait, what? And then they kind of like, oh, that was imagination. And then you're like, oh, OK, cool. But those kind of those scenes, they're very few and far between. But I guess they're off putting to some people. I understood the whole yeah. conceit of what it was. And, dial, you know, like a, a chemistry was really good between yeah. uh, the three main uh, leads, the three main leads and even some of the side characters right. too. Michael Shannon and uh, Michael Myers are awesome. Uh, Rami Malek again, just stellar work. Um, everybody got good screen time, surprisingly, right? Yeah, there. W- I was afraid when they showed you know all the actors in this movie, like wow, this movie is pretty stacked. That you know it's going to be the three main actors, and then everybody else would be like a little bit scattered, kind of be like a bunch of cameos. But no, there was a good amount. I'd say aside from the three main characters, there's probably like five or six other side characters that got a substantial amount of screen time. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was we're, fun. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, we're talking Chris Rocks as always. Saldana, Robert De Niro, uh, Anya Taylor Joy, R- Rami Malek, Michael you. Shannon, uh, Michael Myers. The both Michaels. So the Michael Shannon and Michael Myers. That's already seven, and there's still like one or two other people that um, I haven't mentioned. Taylor Swift was in. Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's there's stuck. a lot of people, and then you have the three main leads. Uh, oh, and Timothy Oliphant. Like Timothy Oliphant, Christian Bale, John David Washington. And Margot, uh, Margot, Mar- Margot Robbie's great, yeah, it was awesome, but yeah, yeah. it was fun. Uh, I recommend it, yeah, I do too. If you've enjoyed any of David or Russell's other movies, you'll probably like this one, it has similar, similar flavor, yeah. I would say that we're kind of in the spooky season, but this is a kind of a fun, kind of offbeat period piece. So, Zach loves period pieces, fun caper, yeah, it's a fun <laughs> caper. I recommend it. Um, with uh, that being said, uh, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shows and movies that I've watched the past couple of weeks. Excellent. Let's throw it over quickly Next. to Zach. Ooh. All right. Uh, I'm going to keep it this one brief. I, Good. I, I did watch some movies, <laughs> but I'm going to save right. them for another episode. All right. Probably not the next one. Cause that's going to be a more special episode, but the one after, I guess. Ooh, um, so uh, I'm like just going to say that I, you know, watched the She-Hulk finale, which, mm. Oof. Was <laughs> I'll go on rec. I'll I will It was meta. It was really meta. Yes, will, it was. It was I will be that's meta. a correct statement. For extremely. just I'll leave this very blank. We can get into this in a special episode if the uh the listeners and viewers want to. I will die on that hill and say I with its faults enjoyed it. Even with its faults, I found it enjoyable. Good for you. It was it was exactly <laughs> good for, exactly no, good for me. Good and for I'm you. not gonna like judge anybody who didn't like it. I was like, yeah, hey, that's either. fine. I mean, if you liked it, you liked, you liked it. it, you liked it. If you didn't, that's but. fair too. <laughs> Cause like, I, too many I, times you get people in fandoms that just uh, decide, to, oh, your tastes are garbage. Let's uh, burn you at the stake. Poof, pitch, fork you to death. Ouch. Nah, chill out. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of people on the internet were saying like, oh, it was a garbage episode. Dude, don't watch it. But yeah, they probably didn't. But that's the breath's the problem. I I really like that that middle part. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's all you have to say. The middle part. I just, middle part. Just say it was it was it was like. Seven minutes into the episode, I think it was like the rest of the episode. Yeah, that was like that was like a good eighty percent of the episode. I yeah, seventy percent, eighty percent of the episode. Uh, just, just read the comics. I just like want to say that uh, if you read any Shiho comics, this this is par for the course. That's all I have to say. Right, but Go I ahead. feel like that lends itself more in the comics than yeah. it does like it, the way they sure. didn't. Yeah, I mean they went full on like kind kind of like Deadpool esque. 
On that. Well, the, the no, Bedford they Deadpool went, they got it further. Like, well, I mean, they, they went, went further. further because they went beyond. Okay, they went, they went. They went further because yeah. in the comics, she's done that. Like, or like she's she's more fourth wall breaking than even Deadpool. Uh, to the point where like she'll read or like call out the editors and just be like, "What's what?" He's like, "Where's my fan mail?" Like stuff like that. Like it's very silly. <laughs> they should be in a movie together. They probably they, they that probably would be will. hilarious. I'm sure they but, will, and it will be an eighth wall break because they'll be like, <laughs> "Whoa, what's going on here?" That that would also be there legal ramifications for being a mercenary but sure uh that's fun so you saw she hulk uh, yeah finished yep. uh finished she hulk uh and i've started re-watching because i didn't really go do uh, like get too far into it um but i'm re-watching again and then gonna finish off of course uh the original star trek series mm. yeah, the 1966 star trek yeah yeah okay that's why it's awesome. Yeah, I recently got Paramount Plus uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, kind of started adding things to my watch list on there. Talk to me when you watch The Trouble with Tribbles. <laughs> the Trouble with Tribbles. Is yeah. that? That is an episode. Season one? Season two? Uh, I don't remember which season, but it is definitely one of the more famous episodes. All right. One. I'm going to look out for it. The Trouble with Tribbles. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. And then uh, I think, uh, and then of course we finished, uh, or I finished Lord of the Rings, of course. Yeah, yeah which we'll be talking about soon. Well, I hope you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> if not, get out. No. All right. Speaking of finally going into people who probably should have gotten out, uh, Danny, talk to us uh, about your uh, recently watched. It's a fun one. Well, you guys were talking about Michael Myers earlier. Yep. Uh, so I saw Michael Myers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not, not. This a, is Mike Myers. Yeah, <laughs> that's not awesome. Randy. Oh, baby driver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I saw Halloween Ends, and I actually saw. Um, last week I went on a trip, and I downloaded Halloween and Halloween Kills, in preparation of watching Halloween Ends. Okay. On Peacock, I saw it at home. Um, Halloween Kills came out last year or two years ago. Last year. Last okay. year. So these two came out really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And if the other one came it, out 2018. Yeah. I don't know if they filmed it back to back, but it seemed like they did it very quickly. Um, it, that's very telling. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Um, I don't want to get yeah, into spoilers in case you guys want to watch it. Um, Excuse me. Does Halloween end? Is that a spoiler? Um, <laughs> it's in the title. So Halloween does end. Halloween ends. Okay. Cool. So November but, 1st yeah. happens. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Don't watch the trailer. If you saw the trailer already, just forget it. <laughs> forget the trailer. Wow, man. Um, just go in thinking uh, you don't know anything about this movie. Okay, there we go. That's all I'll say. Simple. There's okay. some. There's some good moments in it. Um, there's some good, you know, kills in it. There's some good, um, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is great as Laurie. Of course. Um, How was the candy? I don't think there was candy. Wow, that's so strange. <laughs> yeah. That's why it has low candy. scores. That's why uh, no, there um, are candy in these movies. But, yeah. Just uh, go for the ride. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Because you can watch it both either in theaters or on Peacock, too, right? Yeah. I saw all three in Peacock. Yep. That's Thanks, the, NBC well, Universal. That's mistake. <laughs> the first one I saw, like the first Halloween from this trilogy I saw in theaters when it came out, but kills and ends I saw for the first time in Peacock. All right, cool. So 
you can catch if you want uh, your fix of you know a slasher films and you know finally cap out a trilogy. Go ahead and watch uh, the, the Halloween reboot, second reboot. I don't know, it's a whole <laughs> lot going on there. Anyway, what, reboot continuation, trilogy, trilogy rebooted of a trilogy. Reboot? Was it because they rebooted it before? Before right? the Rob yeah. Zombie one? Yeah. Yes. When did that come out? That's why I'm saying it's like it the like second reboot. Yeah, it wasn't like 10 years but ago, 10, 15 years like ago. Apparently, they said that this trilogy is after the first original movie. Correct. Like, there's no two. H2O or, doesn't know, exist. Yeah, this. nothing yep. exists. Just the first one. <laughs> Halloween water. water sucks. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Halloween water. <laughs> Halloween water. <laughs> you know we all love those names. H2O. That's when you think. Fan uh, four stick. That's because it came out 20 years later, right? Hollow Water. Yeah. yeah. It's like the the five null destination. The five null. <laughs> that one's always the best. Yep. Like a Fast and Furious. Yeah. No, that would have been awesome. But they didn't because they're, they're not dumb. Smart. Anyway, speaking of uh, not dumb and dumb. Uh, so, very quickly, I just had a couple quick uh, the of what I had in terms of my recently watched. Like a lot of you guys, obviously, like the big, like nerdy, it, nerdy stuff out right now, the fantasy and the the Marvel stuff. But I also saw a premiere. I kind of went on a bit of a Apple TV Plus rabbit hole. Uh, I actually watched this. I guess I would call it like sort of like a crime drama. It's it's kind of sort of crime drama, but also like kind of feel good. Uh, it's with uh, Charlie Hunnam. It's on Apple TV Plus called Shantaram. Mm. It's based oh. off a book. First three episodes are up live. Um, it takes a little bit to build up, but there are certain moments that just a lot of great character development between uh, some of the main players. But uh, by the end of the third episode, uh, it's really, really, it really sets itself up to what's going on in basically, I think it's 1982 Bombay, India. Um, but I didn't know until like into the like first or I think it was second episode that a uh, famed uh, genre actor Alexander Siddig is in it. Uh, he was the in Game of Thrones. You guys who watched Game of Thrones, the head of House Dorne. Mm, he was okay. also Doctor Julian Bashir in uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Uh, Zach hasn't gotten there yet, unfortunately. That's <laughs> probably my favorite out of all the Star Treks, but that's a different story. Anyway, uh, show's good. I recommend it. First three episodes are up live, so you can you know uh, kind of get a taste and see if you like it. And then I don't know if I mentioned it before. Just like what Anthony earlier, but I got to watch uh, the greatest beer run ever. Ooh, and it's with uh, Zach Efron, and that's also on Apple. Also on Apple. Okay. Um, really good movie. It's got him. It's got Russell Crowe. It's about a dude in uh that lives in New York that uh was like was it sort of in the Navy in the early '60s, but then he you know did his uh service term, and now he's kind of just uh floating around like a merchant marine dude, and a lot of his friends in the neighborhood are being drafted to Vietnam. So he decided, oh, you know, with all the protesting going around, he wants to get a whole bunch of Paps Blue Ribbon beers and just go on like a uh, like a big old duffel bag beer run, take a ship over to Vietnam and kind of like see his buddies out there and like, you know, share some beers with them. And uh, what follows is a, you know, based on a true story type of adventure throughout a legitimate live war zone. If you know anything about history um, and anything about the Tet Offensive, it happens during that. And um, some really great supporting actors in there. Uh, Russell Crowe's even in there, too. And a lot of his scenes are really, really strong, really powerful between him and Zac Efron. And Zac Efron, with a lot of charm and charisma, carries a lot of the film, too. Uh, he does great. So it's worth your time and, uh, you know, attention and fun little 
bit of and stay to the end of the credit, uh, not the very end of the credits, but once the credits start rolling, keep watching because then you'll see the actual um, like pictures and memoir pictures of uh, the, uh, re- the, the actual the events. actual uh, events of the guy who went cool. around and did that. I like um, when they do that. And it's funny because the guy who directed Green Book directed this movie, so Peter mm. Farrelly. Okay. Nice. Uh, of, you know, Dumb and Dumber fame, if anybody wants to go <laughs> way, way back. Uh, but yeah, those that's my recently watched. Uh, something about Mary? Something about Mary as well, yep. Uh, definitely recommend it if you ever get the time. Nice. Yep. Put them on your watch list. Cue them up. Sorry, I was trying <laughs> to come up with something really cool, but Anthony kind of just took it. Thanks. Uh, so moving on to putting on cues and watch lists, um, right immediately, let's get right into it. Uh, we had what, eight episodes yep. of Rings of Power? So it's finally debuted. Eight hours. All, no, it's like eight close to half, nine. No, it was like each episode was like an hour, hour five, ten. hour ten. Yeah. So yeah, let's say at least nine-ish hours. But um, overall, yeah, we got to see what Amazon dumped a whole lot of money into the IP for. <laughs> uh, so overall... Before we get to specifics, what did you guys think? It was really good. You liked it. All I right. Really good, it. good. Yeah. It was I mean, like a, a lot of shows. Slow burn the first couple episodes and it starts building up a little bit more. Uh, payoff was for this season was pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. Uh, even Had if some, some uh, stuff was telegraphed, but even if things were telegraphed, I liked the fact that you still felt for the characters kind of going through the ride yeah. of it all. Um, to kind of to get to where they were for initially, um, at first I was kind of like, uh, seeing a younger Galadriel just kind of get really hands on on stuff, and I was like, whoa, what's going on here? But, um, it all starts to make sense towards the very end, like especially the last episode. Um, even though I, from someone else, I forgot who, but someone I can't take credit for this statement, but I can definitely agree with it that these eight episodes overall. Made, felt like an extremely well put together drawn out pilot yeah yeah as good but that i'm not saying that as like a bad thing i'm just saying it's like it was almost like a proof of concept because they're setting up everything yeah you're setting up you know the return of sauron you're setting up the creation of why the rings have to come out you're setting up uh the initial conflict or sorry initial but like the everlasting conflict of the uh dwarves and elves that goes on into the third age you're setting up uh, you know, the fall of Numenor and how a lot of those, uh, the men from the West end up colonizing and setting in, in what's now Gondor and all that stuff. And uh, you have all these lingering uh, kind of allusions and direct references to things that happen in what's called the War of Wrath. Um, I think that was that was at the end of the first age. And like, you know, you get like cool little hints of like, oh, look, uh, Elrond had a brother and his brother went out and founded Numenor and Again, there are a lot of really like really deep lore stuff. So hopefully, like the just the casual people who are watching it just see it and be like, "Ooh, that's nice." But also, this is really pretty, which helped <laughs> helped it out a lot. When some dialogue was kind of like expositionary, you could still see stuff that it's very beautifully well rendered or well shot, and you think to yourself, "Okay, great. At least I'm visually entertained." Yeah, it felt very like like movie quality production. Well, let for me sure. let me pause really quick. Yeah, just in case. We are spoiling the, the first season of Rings of oh, Power. Oh, yeah, we should. Oops. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, so uh, don't uh, so. don't pop the popcorn if you haven't uh, seen the, <laughs> uh, all the episodes because we're going in. So, yeah, I'm yeah. glad we haven't dropped name dropped anything yeah, or we're not holding said back, stuff so. going on. Like that episode six 
uh, momentous uh, cataclysmic event. So if you haven't seen it, please go watch it before you listen yeah. to this, unless you yeah. don't mind getting spoiled. Yeah, pause. Yeah, or finish maybe it. wait until we all go over our overall thoughts and then we'll go into the right yeah yeah so despite me yeah exactly if we getting it before we get into spoilers just uh we'll get the overall thoughts once we're like all right it's spoiler time (laughs) that's where you can pause and uh devote nine hours of your time to watch the show and then come back and see if you know it's see what you think too but with me saying that it's you know it's a very long expensive and drawn out pilot um I still think overall, though, it was good. Like, I was thoroughly yeah. entertained. Like, I liked the characters. I liked the settings. I like um, the f- all the cool setup that's going on. Uh, and it's shot really well. Uh, for the dialogue, for the most part, it's good. Some stuff is a little too expositionary or something. It's too, like, der- like almost like, hey, that's obvious. But you could have said that in a different way. But it's carried by the grandioseness of high fantasy and the, you know, all the good Tolkien stuff going on. So, Zach, what grade would you give it? As a first season. Okay, like great, like number of letters. Letters. Or <laughs> letters. Whatever you want. Or Numbers. actually, yeah, do whatever. Or 10. Do one through 10 or right. 10 A. Let's confuse know. everybody <laughs> and give different letters and number scores. Why not? 10 D minus. <laughs> so I. Hot D minus. Who <laughs> 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 boy? Um. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a number scale. Uh, from one to ten. Uh, I want to give it. Uh, I think a solid eight. Okay, mm-hmm. give it a solid eight. Okay, I I do I do kind of agree with what you were saying from wherever you heard it from. Um, I feel like for a show like this, because there's so much uh to this world, um, not just from the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings books, but also all the other books that mm-hmm. Tolkien had written, Finished Tales, Cimmerillion. Um, trust me, it's a lot that. You, they did need to spend pretty much this entire season setting up these certain things, um, which is fine. I mean, we'll, we're going to get you know a few more seasons of where they really get into the nitty gritty stuff. Well, so. I'd hope so. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, as we'll get into, there's a couple of hanging threads that need to get connected. Anyway, uh, yeah. Danny, what about your thoughts? Yeah, so I think between the four of us, I am the one least... Uh, knowledgeable or really into the Lord of the Rings, uh, and that's cool because now world. we get a fresh, you get a fresh, uh, non spoiled take on stuff. Yeah, I like that. So, just so you guys know, I haven't seen any of the Hobbit movies. Oh, wow, okay. I've only yeah. seen the original trilogy. I recommend okay. reading the book first, extended yeah. only. Yeah, yeah you should only oh. watch. You okay, should, that's fair. You should okay. only okay. watch. Peter Jackson yeah. says yeah. the the real version of Return of the King should be the theatrical version. Yeah. So I've only seen nah. the theatrical. He said what? that. I, I, I remember I, him I saying disagree. like only disagree. the you disagree with version. the guy who made it. All <laughs> I, right, I disagree. Cool. I I would rather watch the four hour version, the four and a half hour <laughs> version, whatever it is, than the two or three hour one that we. I got. think the final time for Return of the King was like four hours, right? Before the, it, it's basically like but directors, directors cuts like four and a half, something like that. Yeah, I think it's like four, four and a half. I think the theatrical might have been like three hours. That three? No, it's like it three. Definitely and a half. longer than three hours. Fact check. All right. Anyways, while we but fact yeah. check, Danny, continue. <laughs> well, three hours uh, and twenty-one minutes, so okay. four hours for the extended. Okay, there we go. Damn. That's a long time. It and I, I, I only know the extended cut. I've never seen the theatrical cut. Ooh, that's weird. 
That's yeah. Because I I've, okay. I watched it after the, that. That like, is legitimately weird. I only watched the movies a few years ago. Because you didn't see them in theaters. And yeah, I never. I, I was three, so, four, and five when they oh, came out. I should have gone to the theater. He would have freaked <laughs> out. So I saw um, the la- the Return of the King in theaters. Nice. Good for you. Um, and then maybe like last year, I saw the three of them again, just to recap on it. Good. Um, eventually, I'm gonna watch with Zach. Uh, the theatri- uh, the extended editions because he swears yeah. by them. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, Fellowship's great, extended. Yeah, and two towers. But in terms of going into this show, not knowing any of that, or not knowing anything about the Hobbit, or just really knowing the lore of the Lord of the Rings, um, I enjoyed the Rings of Power. Cool. I won't say it's the best or like you know my favorite, but uh, I definitely enjoyed the second half. A lot more than the first half so let's say episodes five through eight that's fair because yeah, um, they're all set up. i know it's a lot of setup and world building um but it was easy to follow along at least for me i i feel um i did like that they brought in um like a mystery you're trying to several this whole time yeah you're trying to figure out a who's few, who yeah, yeah a few you get several. um so that that I feel like without that, I don't know if people would have stayed on, but that definitely brought in like a like a made you want to keep watching to try to figure out. Um I'll say in terms of score, I'm gonna go IGN on this and give it a, a seven. All right. <laughs> uh, and I, the IGN seven. <laughs> okay. Um, but soft seven? Soft seven. I, just seven? straight down the middle seven. Oh, okay. Okay. Um I'm excited for season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it does what it did well in season one and obviously, you know, continues the story and takes us where we need to go, I'll, I'm on board for season two. Cool. All right. Right on. Uh, and your I'll, your I'll, score? I'll do my score. Uh, so, bearing everything I've said, um, I will give it a, just like Zach, a solid eight. Nice. I was thoroughly surprising. I, I was thoroughly. In, I I enjoyed it. Like I never felt at any point it's like okay, oh this is kind of dumb. Like there is um, no, this isn't spoilers yet. But there is one section where uh, there, there's a certain fight sequence that, although the enemy they were fighting, one of the like it was basically CG. Like it looked a little funky, but the choreography was pretty cool considering uh who was doing stuff. I was like okay, this is kind of cool. Like and then you know it hits you with. The end of it, it hits you with a really like strong gut punch, that was that was really cool. And then things started. I think it was like episode, the end of episode three, if you guys remember. But I like that was just an example of the of things I really liked, and there were really strong character relationships that I know Danny, uh, everybody, we'll all get into a little bit later. But um, because of that, I think, and knowing and kind of being a fan of the stuff, I think it helped uh, see some of those things in. Kind of it visually instead of just reading it. So yeah, like again, like I didn't feel like, oh, this was like, uh, just average. It's definitely above average, which is why we give it an eight. Um, nine would be too generous because again, there are some things. I thought you would give it a nine. No, that, that so an eight is good. Like if this, don't get me wrong. Yeah, an eight again is very good. You do halves if you want. Eh, no, because then it's yeah. I wouldn't say it's again. It's a solid eight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I still in the end though. That means it's it's worth Amazon's money. To invest it because now that they have a lot of the stuff set up, they can continue more and more. But that's where I stand. 
Cool. Eight. Nice. I'm kind of in the <laughs> Danny's boat. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> that boat broke. Yeah. Uh, that boat broke. Uh, where, you know, I, probably not as into the lore as Zach and Xavier, but I have seen all the movies, all the extendeds. All the hobbits. All the above. <laughs> You seen the Rankin and Bass animation? Yeah, yeah. I read the Hobbit really back in the day, but I barely remember when I read it. Um, I think I only read part of the Lord of the Rings book when they fought the uh, the goblins. But yeah, I mean, the goblins or the mountain trolls? The goblins, probably in the mountain. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> mountain trolls, goblin in, in mountain. the forest. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, that's where uh, Gandalf gets glamdring and all that good stuff. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. But yeah. yeah, I'm I'm more along the lines of Danny. Um, I would probably give it like a maybe like a six and a half because I I also think that the first half was a little too slow, and I feel like if it was a standard fantasy show not called lord of the rings i probably would have stopped watching after those first couple episodes just because it was really slow but because it has all that story and lore baked into it and because i was interested and i was like all right i'll keep watching so yeah it definitely did start picking up at like the end of episode four and five um that's like me with mad men it's like oh like first couple episodes it's hard to get into but but it's not mad men is not a fantasy no it's not it's not (laughs) fantasy agreed it's a hard drama so you're gonna get drama the whole time the um but yeah it was pretty good it, obviously obviously you see the money it looked beautiful yeah now, I don't shiny. Think anybody that watched the show even if they hated it they can't really say that it looked terrible um like they, numenor alone looks freaking yeah great. Every, every time they went to a a new location they're like hey look at our money guys and <laughs> let's just and you're like look wow at this nice at, vista at that mountain that's real new zealand mountain so it looked beautiful the the show looks great but yeah, the the dialogue to me for not everybody, but for some of the characters, just like what what is going on here? Where it kind of seemed like like kind of like what Danny said that it was easy to follow. I felt like it was too really easy to follow, and because it seemed like the dialogue dumbed it down a little bit, at least for me. But um, yeah, I just had I had some story issues overall. But Which yeah, we'll get into very soon, right? But I mean, so like it was enjoyable in. In parts, but not overall. So yeah, I'm like at the six and a half, seven range. All right, well, that that's surprising to me. That six and a half. I knew that like, you'd be a little uh, critical on it with some of the gaps, but you know, it was, it was one of those things. Where it was like, like I would like I would watch an episode, be like, yeah, I think it was pretty good, and then I would think about it more, and maybe like rewatch some parts, and then it was, and then things would start making less sense when I would think about it more. I'm like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just sometimes, but in something like this, you don't want to just like turn your brain off, obviously. Yeah, it's got to be important. But uh, all right. Yeah, with that, um, uh, be warned. uh, Abandon all uh, non-spoilery wants if you do not want to be spoiled upon some of the specifics of the show. Spoilers are coming. Yep. Uh, Winter is coming? Keep them safe. No. Keep the spoilers (laughs) safe. You know what that is. Keep, Keep the spoilers secret. Keep them safe. Uh, with that being said, we're going to go right on into it. Let's start with... Uh, actually, Daniel, I'll let you lead these uh, lead in, in some of this stuff really quick. Yeah, for sure. So I, I got a little breakdown uh, just so we could kind of have some structure for this uh, yep. episode. But 
I wanted to get into some of your favorite story arc moments or maybe who you uh, enjoyed um, seeing on screen together. Uh-huh. Um, so first we'll go over like the Harfoots with the stranger. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? That was cool. Meh. That was that was cool. <laughs> like Anthony didn't care too much for the surprise, you know, the Because the, to the, me that was the, very the, obvious. Um and so it was obvious that it was one or two things. Right. It and was then, obvious that it wasn't a thing they were making it look like it was. Like they they went out of their way to show you something and made it seem like yeah. it was going to be that yeah. the guy was going to be Sauron and it wasn't. And then surprise like, even when he okay, in the first episode when he lands if you look the the whole like pit of fire that he's in, it looks like the eye. Yeah. So I was like, come on, guys, you're being like really obvious. So it's like <laughs> because they're being that obvious, I was like, I know that's not it. Because then if he was Sauron, then you'd be like, really? It, it would be dumb if he was Sauron. Actually, funny enough, now that you're talking about the eye, I loved how in that final shot of the last episode, when you when you see the reflection of of the Mount eye, uh-huh. <laughs> you see where it's like a cat's eye for a split second. Right on to, this dude's face. Right on his eye. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the Which idea. Was pretty cool. That was pretty yeah, cool. that's the idea. There's again, like when when there, I think this show is when it was allowed to to do little details. It was nice, but if when it when they glossed over stuff, then like to Anthony's point, it can it could suffer. Yeah. Um But uh, yeah, the whole Stranger Harfoots, yeah, it was that. nice to see uh, because they are mentioned in the in the the other texts and all this stuff. The Harfoots, and it's cool to see basically like and ancestors to the hobbits because they technically yeah. are because they haven't gone out west to the shire and you know this is where uh, all the nerds go whip out their middle earth maps and see exactly <laughs> where in Ariador and all this, whatever. The, the, shire, the shire is towards the west part yeah. of mm-hmm. middle earth right? all the way there so they haven't migrated over there yet because yeah. there's a whole history of like so it was like yeah. a, a shire like not a duke but it was like there's someone who was in charge of all that stuff and then they end up going settling and then you know because hobbits technically li- I think lived longer than men anyhow but not like super duper long like Bilbo because he cheated. He had the well, ring. Well, yeah, Bilbo had the ring. Yeah. He was 111, 111 I think. At least 111. But then in the books, whatever, he gets to be at least 128. Yeah. But whatever. Um, point is, uh, back to Anthony's thing of just mm-hmm. understanding like, oh, yeah, this, you know, this is definitely not this. And it's the other dude. And technically speaking, because this, the stranger, there are times he threw out fire. The giveaway is just that um, according to... Tolkien, they some of the wizards who had different colors, they were certain colors for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, like, rad- like a hierarchy. He was, not a hierarchy. He, wasn't a hierarchy? Isn't he no. blue, right? No. Gandalf was not one of the blue? No. The blue he's, no, he was the gray. gray. Oh, he's the gray because... There, there are two kind of unnamed blue. They, they have names, but... Yeah, I won't go like too far into that because yeah. we can go forever. Alatar but, or... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, two blues, two blue wizards, a brown, a gray, and a white. Yeah, so originally, like his original, like I think elven name or name as Amaya is like Olorin, but that's different. He's gray because and yeah. I think I forgot where this was because there's I think he uh, in Wait, some of the texts Mithrandir Mith- 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 is Mith- what the Gon- people in Gondor in the third age called. Yeah. Don't let's not get it that's gray too wanderer. far. Yeah. Uh so anyway, he's gray because like you normally ash is gray and so a lot of his stuff was based off of fire. So it was more connected to like the fire of creation, mm-hmm. like fire of the hearth, fire of warmth and that kind of stuff. And then the Balrogs and all that stuff, they had like Morgoth's fire, like really bad, nasty, corrupted, con- corrosion, death. Anyway, so that's why like when he came down in fire, it was like an issue like, hmm. So like again, like Anthony's point is like, that's a red herring. And, and then also like they, when they clothed him, like he was just wearing like gray clothes. Gray like, clothes. Mm. And like he started kind of like, oh, cool with nature. And he's like, he actually was 
giving life to trees and you know it whenever you are like pro nature and pro the like the flourishing of natural life and natural order you're a good guy right you're not really the <laughs> the main antagonist. i mean they they tried in the last episode to kind of uh misdirect you uh with the uh yeah that, that's why i didn't like that part of the last yeah. episode because it's like come on guys yeah that, it's too late by now to do the misdirect yeah but i did like you know that th- what made me feel well feel nice is the whole like i am good i was like oh yeah. you grabbed a staff get wrecked and then you're like just, uh, and they're like iron giant base exactly and i was like oh that's nice but the whole uh uh everything with again with the harfoots with nori and like it was nice again it seeing if they're alluding strong illusions that this stranger actually becomes gandalf then uh there are a lot of again strong hints that they want to throw in who knows but the i liked the idea of the heart like this the way the harfoots were portrayed um they're really really cool um i liked the the kind of the, the folkiest nature of them and everything's in song that I go, you know, like their whole chant of just like, you know, we go together and no one gets left behind. Like it was nice. Like it was a cool little sense of community. Like I liked um, some of the, some scenes like were a little again with Anthony's like they keep trying to misdirect you. Is this guy a menace? Is he not a menace? Like, yeah, that got dragged on too long. But again, I found it enjoyable. Yeah, I was I was still finding my, finding myself um, warming up to them or to that story arc. I think I was only as invested as I was in that story arc because of the stranger. And I wanted to know yeah. where, right. what, what was yeah. going to happen with him. I wasn't That's the idea. too, yeah, I wasn't like too, um, too keen on the actual, I mean, are, are they hobbits? Like, no, I don't think they've ever mentioned they're, they're hobbits. hobbits, right? They're Harfoots. So, they're, they're, har- they're Harfoots, yeah. They're like they're not ancestors of hobbits. They're not, they're not pure, like real, real hobbits just yet. Okay, so... I don't want to say that sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I wasn't too hooked on them yet, but again, I'm I'm still warming up to them. I'm sure next season they'll well, I mean, well, Nori now she's yeah. gonna be more important. Yeah. Um well, now that she's with him. Right. It'll be better because it's just like one of them or it's focusing, two of them. yeah. It's not like yeah. multiple scenes and multiple episodes kind of doing the same thing with the whole tribe. That was my issue. That it, it felt like little, I didn't mind it like on paper, I didn't mind that yeah. there was the stranger with the Harfoots and that they were trying to like go integrate somewhere, him but like him it them. just seemed like every time they would go back to them for me, that it was like almost the same thing, just like in a different looking forest until like the last episode. And I was like, wow, like, cause it got to the point, uh, kind of like what Danny said, where in maybe like episodes like three, four and five, whenever it would shift back to them, to their story and it was just, i was kind of like bummed because like i kind of want to just like finish what the, the other, other story stuff. is going because <laughs> i feel like i've seen this already with the harfoots yeah they go right. over here something crazy happens an animal attacks them and then they get saved by the dude oh the their wagon gets messed up and the <laughs> and the stranger saves them it was like the same thing four times at least so that yeah. was my only issue with that like so i didn't yeah. mind okay. that there was a relationship and that there were new characters with who I kind of figured was Gandalf or someone like Gandalf. Um, I just felt like it was a little repetitive in a show that people complained was like really long and slow at the beginning. It's like they could have taken some of those out. So taking some of those out, which I wish they would have done more of right is between, (laughs) uh, all this, uh, the great like friendship and drama between Elrond and Durin. Yep. That, those are actually some of my favorite scenes. Right. That, and his, and with Duran's wife, those are some of my favorite scenes in the entire mm-hmm. show. Completely agree. Um, those are so cool. That, because I always love the dwarven stuff. Like every time, uh, 
like for, I, you could hear Barry McCreary's score, like uh, get a lot of inspiration from Howard Shore when he would when he scored a lot of the stuff for the dwarves, like in Moria and Casa Doom. So you'd hear some of that in there, and I'm just like, yes, give me more of that. And then you see more dwarven culture. Like I, we never get a lot of that in Lord of the Rings, and even in the Hobbit, like you don't even get too. You, there, yeah, you don't the, get much the movies. Of that. A, the movie is about thirteen dwarves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, dude, what the hell? So like having that more of that was show. great. Yeah. I was like, give me more of that. And then, you know, you have the drama between Durin and his dad and, uh, you know, just basically like your inheritance is, you know, you're not worthy of this. And so, um, it got me thinking of, you know, going back into Lord of the Rings. It's like, Oh, is the, they talk about Durin's axe in the books. It's like, is, that's the axe that Gimli has. Like he finds it in, you know, when, when they're all holed up where they find the book, uh, which funny enough, Ori, which is one of the 13 dwarves that went to his, uh, his grave or his grave. Yeah. His, yeah, it's where he died. Yeah, it was like, yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a hideout. It's a tomb. Yeah, so all that stuff again. Dwarven culture is really cool. Seeing Elrond really as the diplomat, which is what he what what he was known for, is uh, seeing it was very cool. Yeah, and you see some of the just kind of uh, planting the seeds for what we get in Fellowship of the Ring, and it's nice to see that in the back times. Like, yeah, like el- dwarves and elves were friends, and then of course we get that with Gimli and Legolas later. So. Yeah, that was more of that, please. Definitely a strong, strong aspect to the show. Yeah, uh, the guy who played um, Durin's dad, he was in, uh, he was uh, Darlene's husband in Ozark, and okay. uh, Delos in uh, Westworld. So oh. He just had really great makeup on. Yeah, uh, and but he's also Scottish, so like you can have some of the, or he can play a really good Scottish accent. So he's like, he, you could hear the. Uh, just the tones and all that stuff it was just dope i don't know i just loved all the dwarf stuff man like i, I like the, more the, of that the like the conflicting you know yeah like thoughts we, that durin had between elrond which he considers like his brother um uh, although he's angry at, yeah and, well because yeah he don't it, show it, up dude yeah. it's like 20 years come back and then you know you have his dad which is the king and you know not sacrificing dwarven lives for elven lives yeah. and and, uh, you know, gives him at least as a token is like that piece of mithril, which, you know, later on, the dwarves will then open that up and make a crap ton of stuff out of mithril, which then, as we saw, will open up something else, <laughs> which I yeah. thought was uh, a good illusion. Tease. But again, that's later on. Yeah, it's a small tease, tease, but later on, you know, that's just later. And then also with like that whole story arc, of course, if you've ever read or watched uh, like Hobbit, uh, the dwarves are Durin's folk. Yep. So that's that lineage of, yeah. you, know, you know, during the, the fourth is this one. Yeah. Um, this is during the fourth. And then you have like, I think there were like five or five more Durins over the next <laughs> thousands like of three years. More Dur- three or four, that's something. Like, it's yeah. like three or more, like three or more Durins. Yeah. And then Moria's lost. Anyway, uh, so yeah, <laughs> those stuff's are really, that stuff's really cool. Don't tease me, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I, I can go too long, but you know, we have a attention spans to deal with. Anyway, um, so going into the main drama of all this stuff is uh, kind of these interwoven relationships going through we had uh we, we got introduced to arondir which is a, a cool like elf in the southlands that's kind of patrolling and overseeing some of the stuff and his relationship with the southern uh men uh and women uh, specifically bronwyn which is really cool um to kind of see that we always see like you know man and elf which happens also in cimmerillion but also now there's you know this the, the reverse is too it's like an elven man and a a human woman and they kind of help each other out to kind of get the survivors out of this whole like cataclysm that happens uh 
in you know in the Southlands, which as we find out when Galadriel is over in Numenor is freaking ends up being Mordor. That was dope. Like the moment I saw the map, I was like, oh, they're looking at it wrong. Oh no. Like, <laughs> like I get me seeing all this stuff, like, oh, like I did the Leo DiCaprio thing. I was like, I'm just doing like it's there it is. Like I know I, it's, it's, he did the thing. Like that's gonna happen. So it was really cool to see like it alluding to that. The way it actually happened was more just like a now with other things that we found out, I was like, oh, that makes sense because there was a switcheroo or probably something later on there. <laughs> uh, but I, I know there was. It just wasn't. Im- it was implied. It wasn't exp- explicitly shown. But you could really tell, like when that the guy who's the Stark elf, like Adar, was running away. You're like he doesn't have the real thing. Like you can yeah. tell the real thing. And then Halbrand wasn't even like in on it, which we'll talk about in a second. But you know, like- Adar is asking, is like, who are you? That man's just like, I'm not telling, for a good reason. So there was like three people that like touched it and saw it and didn't realize that it wasn't a heavy sword. No, or like a heavy half a handle key or something like that. Yeah, it was just whatever. Uh, So yeah, Aaron Deer had some, like I've mentioned in episode three when they all got captured and they're digging uh, holes and they're felling trees. It was good to see again the elven culture, how they respect trees, that, that, you know, the, the trees are sacred to them and, you know, the orcs are like, cut it down or else. So... It was good seeing some of those little things of conflict. They have a cool fight sequence between everybody and like, all right, cool, we're that getting was, out. That was when he got captured, right? That was after he got captured, mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, they tried to do a whole like rally, a rally and escape. And then up. they realized, oh, this we're not just in some dun- like some like ditch. This is the entire like part of the forest that's now gone. And then the orcs were just like, ha, got you. <laughs> like they, they they let them do that all for nothing because they knew they were still in control the whole time. So it was like a cool little mind game seeing played out and. Uh, you know, that's that was like the one I think high, that and another like highlight of that episode three, especially like Anthony saying like, yeah, it's a slow burn in the beginning, but that's because oh, yeah, that, that part was cool. That part was cool. Yeah. Like, again, little I think little things helped uh, lift up the show. Like the whole. water creature part in the second episode. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. It's a bit um, unexpected. I didn't know sea creatures like that others existed, but um, they do now. They do now. Yes. I mean, Aaron Deer had probably one of the. Mm, most or probably some didn't of the he catch best, an like, arrow mid mid flight and yeah. then throw it back yeah yeah that was godlike <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he had like some of the best fights definitely a good uh legolas replacement cause yeah they needed someone to be a, a badass so yep he was definitely he was cool. a badass at, at the beginning i was like um, i don't know about this guy and then after like episode three i was like all right all right <laughs> yeah three or four and he cool. like escapes then, like oh word and then episode six like come on <laughs> Ooh, that was uh the culmination of everything so like talking about uh you know, you have Elendil and then you have the queen, queen regent of Numenor. Again, Galadriel getting there because she decided, no, it's not my time to go back to the Undying Lands. I yeah. still have business to finish. And that's when she meets up with Halbrand, who's like, I'm trying to go away too. And there's this whole like, who are you? Is like, I'm just trying to get away. And all that stuff, all that culminates between, you know, Galadriel, Halbrand, the queen, Elendil, his son Isildur. Obviously, we know who that is. Uh, they all decide, yeah, we're going to get a group of people over. And uh, that's it. Like, we're going to go mount a campaign in the Southlands. All to basically uh, get mind gamed and played. Uh, and it all ended up in episode six. Yeah, I know Danny was really hyped for this. Episode six was probably the best. At least for me, the best thing in the whole show. And um, obviously, I didn't know that that was going to be Mordor or... Um, like you said that you knew with the map, like where that was, 
Yeah, Galadriel was like, oh, that's the Southlands. And you yeah. see the mountains around it. I'm like, oh, that's that sucks. Like, I didn't catch I know exactly what's yeah, going to happen. That, that, that was a little detail that I, I didn't notice. I'm a nerd. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it was because I wasn't maybe, uh, maybe in, like entirely paying attention to certain parts of the, of the show or certain episodes. Um, but that was a cool, uh, like, way that, you know, well, Mordor was born. Yeah. Right. Well, like, I, I noticed it. I just didn't think that they were going to, like, create it in that episode like i didn't know what was gonna happen <laughs> yeah because that early because so. one of the things that that i don't re- that i didn't really know you know before watching the show was how mordor became what i thought mordor was always there no it was never like a land of yep. ash or and I, like I thought yeah. it was going to be something where it was going to take time like, like or maybe seasons like, or something like that. yeah yeah you no, have to say it right though Mordor. M- Mordor. <laughs> That's true. In, El- in Elvish, there's a lot of rolling R's, which is really cool. Um, well, in a lot of this, sh- yeah, show, a lot of the, or a lot of the a lot world. Of, well, because it's Elvit. It's in I forget the in, in Quenya. So well, I mean, that, even like Kenya, even like the humans, like are like 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 it's like Aragorn or Galadriel. Well, yeah, because they're yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nerd Moving detail. On. No, yeah. Nerd detail, no, because first know. I want to talk about we t- mentioned already like how great Numenor looked because it's supposed to be like an island nation of yeah. uh, that men who were uh, fought with the Valar, they were basically like granted like a gift of like, yeah, you guys can live here now and be prosperous. You're gonna, you're men, so you can't live forever, but we're going to give you a really long life. And um, the cool thing is that um, when Galadriel was with, El- with uh, Elendil, she saw a, a mural of uh, Elros and they're like, yeah, like Elros, like this was the founder of Numenor. He's the first king, and and she's like, oh, that guy. He's like, oh, like she's like, he looks familiar, but I'm more acquainted with his brother. It's because Elrond and Elros were brothers. Yeah. So like, I think, uh, yeah, they were like, both half. They're half both human. half human, half elf. One decided to be more hu- be human. One decided to be, be elf. elf. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, like that's whole. And then they created their whole seafaring culture, but they're also horsemen at the same time, which is. Again, really cool. Like, there's allusions to Atlantis, or whatever. But architecture, the sets were really sharp for that. I don't know, like, if that was filmed like near bodies of water or anything. Like, I know Anthony has a good idea, like, eye for those things. But those it, sets were legit. They look good, but it it after I think like by episode five, every time they would show people on a ship, it seemed like it was the same type of like zoom in into like where they're standing on the ship. So they probably had like an actual ship. But I don't know. I obviously yeah, on the a, water. On a blue screen yeah. Set yeah, it's probably on a blue screen set. But so I okay. mean, it looked nice. Still but, looked great. Yeah, it still still looked great. great. And then yeah, like we like we all know. I guess the people who've seen the movies or anything know that's like oh yeah, Elendil and Isildur they're important. But you know we get the the Queen Regent and uh, this other guy Arpharazon, who is also if you know the books and the lore is very important. But uh, you know then we with everything going on between Galadriel bringing Halbrand back like. Uh, with us astute people like Anthony, like realizing and figuring out, like, oh, we kind of understand what this guy is. Um, it's, like a while ago. <laughs> yeah, a while ago. It still played pretty well that, you know, if someone's going to be monikered the grand, the great deceiver, like to the characters, I think he did a good job deceiving everybody. Like he even de- he's even deceiving Adar, uh, the guy who's marshalling all the orcs against the, yeah. everyone else. He's yeah. deceived all the people, the Everybody in charge in Numenor, he's deceived the elves. He, you know, like he just claims like, to be the king of the Southlands. Yeah, well, he's he's the, he no, says, no, someone no. called him or someone, yeah, someone else, but, the, but he just kind of he wore, went with it. I wore a sigil, and he was yeah. he legitimately said, "I got it off a dead man." So, like, the best lies are based in truth, half half truth. Yeah, best lies are half. I truths. mean, he even says it to Galadriel, where he, was I've like, done bad I, things. 
I've done better. I like I told you the truth and you accepted it. Like you were okay. I told yeah. you everything. Yeah, and she's just like mind games, and he's just like, I mean, yeah, like that's my dan- that's my jam, everybody. And so, uh, like again, like the re- reveal, though obvious, I think was still done well. Yeah. Um, the only downside is to be based off of all that. Um, like he did teach him like, oh, let's use alloys to create stuff. Like mm-hmm. he basically was like, come on, guys, you can make these rings. It'll be fun. <laughs> like it'll be fine without them. Now these guys haven't realized why. Like, oh, we got to do these to enhance our power. But he knows that like, oh, I'm going to make one of myself. That's going to then even could, more, right? may have all the power. That was is, one of the, the few things of the last episode I didn't like is that I felt like they rushed that. They right? rushed the reveal and the. Uh, Hey, alloys, make rings, hooray! In like the last fifteen yeah. minutes of the episode, yeah, or ten, really, it was like last right. ten. I felt like these two more. things were probably the most important part of the season, yeah. And they crammed it in. It's like you spend all this time and all this other stuff, and then like that's what you rush on. It's kind of weird to me. Yeah, it, it they're rushing like, on making rings of power, and when that's the name of the show, right? It well, did, I mean, the first eight episodes. Oh, sorry. The first uh, seven episodes, you get nothing about a ring, right? And now <laughs> we're like, oh, we can't like, make crowns. Let's make rings. The pacing. Well, she weird, wears it yeah. in her middle ring. Yeah, I feel like they were trying to really push that in there before his reveal of. But now it makes sense as to is. why you say it's a long pilot. Yeah, all yeah. one big pilot. Because now they Very could go into the rigs pilot. of power. Yep. Because now they, they could go into Sauron and. You know the villain, yeah. and and then we just need sixteen more rings somehow. Yeah, <laughs> they, plus one. They essentially spent that'll happen. Yeah, I know. the same length as the trilogy, the, the first trilogy. Trilogy in this just one making season. rings. Yeah, and think it's about it. Crazy. Yeah, because you have to then, and at the end of the show, they they play the song or they they sing the song of, of which or the yeah. song of the yeah. seven of the you know three rings for the elves, mighty and wise and long, uh, seven for the dwarf lords, nine for men who are doomed to die, and then one ring to rule them all. But it was yeah. sung to the the theme song, right? I think so. The theme song, yeah. Of the show. I have to re-listen to it again. I think probably, I think it was. I think it was. I'd be dope if it was because Howard Shore is cool like that. He would do that. <laughs> um. So in the end, yeah, like I just uh, production values we've already mentioned is really great. Um. We you know the queen now is blind again. You know because of the 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 ash bl- or the the uh, building that was falling on her and like the ash was there. So she's blind and Elendil's kind of mad. He's like, I'm gonna go back and you know mess. You know just bring uh all the force of numenor because of my son which then brings me to the point is homie's still alive yeah i don't know where the <laughs> hell is he i don't know why like they why bothered they do doing that? this like fake reveal when anybody who's seen the not movies- even a fake reveal it's just like a yeah. fake like it's a it's an that's the only thing i like, like my one knock on the movie is like you're gonna like dangle this <laughs> hanging plot thread of where's he sealed door when it's like homie that's it's he's fine same, it's the same thing they did in in kenobi when they were showing with Luke in the well, last Luke, episode, yeah. yeah, the fight scene, and they intercut it with, "Oh, baby, Luke is in trouble." It's like you know, <laughs> nothing's gonna happen to him, and they're intercutting this You're like, stupid scene with the, the coolest scene fight, of the, yeah, sh- of the, the show, the coolest fight scene we ever wanted. So to see. yeah, I don't know why they're doing a whole fake out of, "Oh, Isildur is missing." I wonder where he is. <laughs> I, I think that's and they showed him alive too. That's he just like ran away. People somewhere. that have n- have that don't know the story that have just they can just spoilers. read a book. Spoilers. They can just watch a mo- well, watch the well, movie. No, you how can watch people? the first ten minutes of the first movie. How many? People, I was there three thousand years. How ago. many people are, are actually going to? Okay, well, I mean, aside from reading a book, but 
I'm sure people are going to wait until, yeah, maybe now. Or they'll go, hey, I need the fix. I don't have my Lord of the Rings fix. (laughs) Oh, wait, there's three awesome movies that that were made Okay, in 2001 to 2003. Yeah, I'm going to watch them now. Oh, is Sildur that guy? Oh, hey, that's Elrond. He looks like the guy from The Matrix. Whatever. (laughs) Um, And then they'll go on. Yeah. Mr. And then also, Anders. and then, <laughs> and then Galadriel's Miss, brother, Mr. Elisar. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, Galadriel overall, like, like she's, it's cool. Again, although rushed, she got better, she, she got, got better. better in the end because of her pr- impulsive ways, and obviously off of revenge and whatnot, was, uh, you know, was definitely, um, uh, totally like, I guess you know, it, it was earned in the end. So a the, little bumpy, but still earned. Is the worst character Theo? Is that the kid's name? <laughs> <laughs> Brownwind's son he has to be the worst character him being the worst okay like worst in terms of like worst written or are we like a Those, like hey like, like terrible people the no terrible that old, person that old guy that, from the his, southlands is this an kid's asshole. acting wasn't good <laughs> his writing was terrible like i felt bad for him because they gave him bad writing and it was just like his haircut i don't know that whole the whole character <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, even, even when the the reveal that he opened the he, he opened and he's like it's the axe he doesn't tell anybody he just looks at it it's like man you didn't even like run over and be like it's an axe it's, it's, it's an a axe. trap yeah it's a trap yeah but uh I whatever he, that kid was uh, traumatized figure i figured also he was traumatized because he's like oh this is all my fault and everything yeah, else so. idiot <laughs> see he's the worst he's terrible the worst. you see it was his fault i think it's oh brownwin like be a better mother as i remember when when they brought out adar i was like oh this guy must be legit and it's like oh you're like the, the only the cool thing about episode six Mm-hmm. yeah was it six that was the because because the because mount doom blew up at the end of episode six right yeah yeah because yeah, when she's interrogating adar they do the whole debate of like where our orcs just fallen or like twisted uh elves or anything else anyway they had a really cool debate and like that's and it's like kind of a what what the show was going with in terms mm-hmm. of the lore but that was whole thing was cool but understanding more of like where adar's coming from is like oh it does he actually serve sauron like can he well, tell he that killed him apparently yeah it's like <laughs> i killed sauron i was like okay buddy and then how brands there that's like he was cool though shut up he yeah. Was cool yeah like uh It'll i wanted cool more to see of them him. um i'm sure we'll see them kind of oh yeah yeah homies will show up he's like it was you the whole time and he's like yeah didn't you pay attention so anyway again great deceiver um so overall like uh any well the only thing is like some of my like little things i guess it's knowing stuff i was like uh when is Galadriel gonna meet her husband, uh, who is uh, that guy, that guy from one of the Bourne movies and um, <laughs> the bad guy from Triple X? But uh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, when when does Celeborn show up? But anyway, um, you know, just little little things in there. Um, why, why did they destroy the fort that they were in to hide out in like a little barn in that episode? Uh, because they drew. I know all it was a of, mind game. No, no, but they, they. You saw how many orcs they drew up in there just to just mess them right, up. Right, because they like left it open. But like, if they just left it closed, weren't they in a more fortified area? What the the fort? No, the, like fort they're in. They didn't then, have. It's but so then they went into like they couldn't. Shacks. Yeah, because they had to use the fort as a diversion to to implode it on everybody because they don't have enough resources for a siege. Like they don't have like, hey, let's man the walls that do all this stuff that, that they weren't gonna last. Even with how many but, they but why didn't killed. why didn't they reverse it? Why didn't they like stay in the shacks at first, bring them all there, and the, then light the it shacks, on fire, the shacks, and then like walk to the fort? no, no, that wouldn't have worked. Because I think it was the other way. Like it, the way the, geographically, it's the other the other way works. I don't know. It just seemed like a weird plan. You got read a map. <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, not not map wise. I'm just saying like 
fort versus they like, figured so they figured they could get like, they figured they can get a lot of them which they did but then they can try to get more and then that's why when the initial yeah we game. did it they, got they did it oh wait that was only the expeditionary force because mm-hmm. you know hey hope and men and all that stuff uh but yeah um i think uh swings of power i think yeah in the end though like uh smaller easter eggs i don't know i think if danny might have pointed some stuff out i mean i saw the little things like there were obvious things like talking about el ross you had the queen's vision of numenor uh being taken by uh by the water Yeah. yeah um I didn't necessarily like how just basically clouds open and then you're in the West. I don't know. Like that image just seemed very <laughs> kind of weird to me, but um, sure. Why not? Um, small little, you know, again, the smaller details showing you that how brand is really Sauron, um, you know, just the, the fact that, and then homie got into a, you know, a street fight and like was malicious. So it tells you he's somebody else. So yeah. Like he just smashed a guy's like a guy's face in the yeah, wall. Yeah, then broke his arm. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, I got this, and I'm gonna break it." Yeah, wrecked. <laughs> but um, yeah, overall, I mean, even for me and Anthony that weren't too into Lord of the Rings, I you know we still enjoyed it. Excited for the second season, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think season two will potential. definitely be better. More dwarf stuff, please. The bad thing is that they haven't started yet, and they said they were gonna be a couple years away from. Well, I think they just started it. filming. Or started production for season, oh, right. season two. Okay, good. So. But it might take at least two years to come through. Yeah. Because hey, it's hell expensive. Whatever. I guess there's a new season of Jack Ryan coming out. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Amazon. Uh, again. So this is all Prime. So Prime it up. Prime also has the theatrical releases of Lord of the Rings, as well as HBO Max because they were New Line Cinema. I don't know if yeah. Well, HBO Max also has the extended cuts Ooh, for both series, but only 1080p, right? Mm. unfortunately <laughs> whack alright but All I, might, right. I yeah. might rewatch Fellowship and Extended Cut because I like that one well I'm going to I'm going to hang out with Danny we're going to watch The Hobbit in 4K because I bought him off iTunes Whoa. so mm. I'm going to bring my Apple TV okay. over and we're going to watch it nice. okay <laughs> doesn't he have an oh no wait you'd have to log in whatever yeah, yeah Point it's is, too complicated alright guys yeah so again uh, thank you for tuning in I thoroughly enjoyed The Rings of Power me too um, Despite, you know, some faults here. Um, again, high fantasy is in, guys. You got this and that hot D going on. So <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, share your thoughts with us once this goes live. We'd love to hear what you guys thought of it, what you guys are hoping to see. I mean, I didn't even get to mention stuff like, you know, Gilgalad, High King of the Elves, which is really cool to see. Celebrimbor has the that uh, that the, you know, legendary hammer. Um, and, you know, he's the one that's forging rings because he's kind of the dude. So... Who knows, man? You know, uh, we get more of that. Uh, share some of your thoughts. We look forward to that. And uh, till then, keep it secret. Keep <laughs> it safe. Later. <laughs> I bid you all a very fun farewell. Watch Hot D. Don't forget to just always follow your mouth.